ready. Then, for the thousands who are in attendance and the millions watching around the world on live TV. No. Ooh, I mean, I'm ready. Okay. Just ruin that. All right. I did. <laughs> this, Let's get ready to rumble. That is not what he says. Isn't it? That, that's not what he says. Oh. So, you, you stay away from that. Okay. Ah, well, here we are back on episode... Oh, 27. Of Nailed Pastiche. Mm. And... Okay, you didn't appreciate that. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, it's not about, not always about you. It's anyway, valid. we are back on episode number twenty-seven of Nerd Pastiche. We are on the as this comes out, we will be on the cusp of the new year. Thank the Lord. Thank, thank yes. Whatever thank you believe in, the universe, yep. the cosmos, the galaxies. I don't care. The flying spaghetti monster you love. Everything. We are Thank leaving you. 2020 behind and moving forward. Thank the gods. That <laughs> is right. So yes, as this comes out again, you know, it will be right before the new year. And we are excited not only for uh, a new year and, you know, <laughs> leaving the hellscape of 2020, mm-hmm. but also because it's going to be a new nerd year. And we yeah. talked a little bit about that last week with the, the plethora of nerd things that are that are going to be upon us. Well, now that we've got this vaccine coming hot, that's great. Things will start to open back up again. It'll yes. still probably be another three, four months until you and I got our hands on a vaccine. Welcome to being a commoner. Um, well, I mean, that you know, said, a nine to five ham and egger. That's right. Dude, I didn't call us common. We are far from it. We are rare gems. Well, but we live amongst the common folk. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. See, usually that would be a line, something that would come from my mouth, but you're the one saying I'm that. I'm trying it out. It feels weird. I don't like it. Weird mouth taste. Wow. Anyway, is, that a he- are, is that a heel turn? What is maybe happening? A little, maybe a little. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Okay. Excuse me as I clutch my pearls. Maybe I will be the heel for 2021. Wow. Wow. I wow. will pull a Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Hollywood. Uh... I'm sorry. Whenever I hear Hollywood, I automatically, automatically go to Hocus Pocus. Well, to be fair, that did come out before he went to be Hollywood Hogan. Yeah. So, and that's, that was, yeah. But he was in Hollywood before Hocus Pocus. I'm just going to continue to, to see ice turn around and show his beautiful head. That's okay. That's fine. The fact of the matter is, is that you are just tossing out wrestling stuff practically every week. So I'm trying. I am am winning right now. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. But yes, we are are moving forward, hopefully moving onwards and upwards, and things will start to come back out again. Yes. Because people will be allowed to leave their homes again. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I mean, concerts, movies, the legitimate theater. Oh, you know, my conventions. Oh, cons. Cons. Missed them so. Yes, 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 we have, Brittany. Yes, we have. Yeah, I know. I know. We will not speak of it, but that's fine. I know. I I really need to let go, but I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm ever going to let go. It's okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. The dream of a life. Like Saul Guerrero, save the dream. (laughs) I don't know who that is. Rogue One, Mike. We were over this last time. Rogue One. <laughs> I know. Okay, I know. you're just doing this on purpose. Anyway, I, I am I am your co-host, Darian. And I am your other co-host, Brittany. 
And if this is your first time listening to us, we thank you for joining us and finding us however it is that you did. Maybe it was through, you know, through uh, through a friend or maybe it was just random Google searching. I don't Perhaps know. through very nefarious means. I don't care how you got here. That's 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 right. You. No, we won't. Absolutely not. Even though we were judging each other previously. We won't oh, judge yeah. you. I, didn't, I won't judge them. I will absolutely judge you. That's who you do. That that's quite what often. our relationship is built on. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It sure is. But if this is your first time listening to us, really what we like to do here is, is that we will take time and obviously engage in meaningless banter that only we enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then we will also <laughs> be more, more streamlined and we'll talk about how it is that we nerded throughout the week. Uh, We'll provide you with a recommendation, and then we'll have a main event of the evening. Mm -hmm. And with a featured segment, and I think that main event of the evening thing, I think that's going to stick. I'm fine with that. Okay, good. I'm glad. You know, executive decision. It was going to happen anyway. It sounds way cooler than here's our segment. (laughs) Yeah, just plop this thing right in the middle of in the middle of the table. You know, flaccid and dangling in the wind. It's very. It's very, may I say, Ric Flair. Ah, I did it again. <laughs> very good. Very good. We're going to make a wrestling fact. Now, if I could just get you to actually like Transformers, then we will have, we will have no, achieved No, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. You know what? I'm we'll sorry. S- we'll save it for a later date. Okay. So why don't you tell me, outside of viewing the Transformers videos that I sent you, how did you nerd this week for <laughs> Well, there's two things. One, I have a feeling will lead to a much larger conversation. It will. So I'll go with the first one. We started watching The Witcher (sighs) on Netflix. And I think we've got one episode, maybe two episodes left. I think it's two episodes left. And it is quite wonderful. Have you watched it? I have not. Okay. That's totally I, I, fine. If I, you like this, you would love D&D. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, uh, to be fair, I, I tried to start it. It is not that it wasn't good. It has nothing to do with that. I watched about the first 10 minutes, and I knew mm-hmm. I was like, this is for me. I know I'm going to like this. But again, you know, you just get busy, and you have yeah. to do other things. You want to actually those, pay attention. these are like hour-long episodes. Yeah, like legit hour, yes, as in like 59 the, minutes. Yeah, like it's not like a 45-minute sort of thing where you can kind of say, oh, it's going to be an hour. Like this is an hour each an hour clip and that's that's a little hard for most people to find time to fit in but since we currently are both off for this week due to the holiday we are able to just kind of binge through some of it (laughs) well yeah i mean it's we've been conditioned as time has gone on with a lot of these dramas because you know with things starting on tv before these subscription services we've been Mm -hmm. conditioned you know okay if it's a 30 minute show it's 22 minutes actual show eight minutes commercial if it's an hour long show it's uh was is it 46 46 46 minutes and 14 minutes of commercial right so that's why i forgot what it was yeah when you first told me about umbrella academy and start watching it and i'm and i'm saying like whoa this is this is actually you know 52 53 54 55 minutes like I, i don't know if we're ready to commit to all of this so good. But yes, you're right. You're right. So worth it. <laughs> so worth it. And The Witcher is the same. I just want to warn you that should you find the time to watch this anytime soon, you will meet a bard, a true, a tried and true bard. <laughs> and I may or may not provide you with more bard in your life. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh because no! Because I love a bard. Uh, oh, I know you do. <laughs> I am. I you. You made that painfully great. obvious. It's so good. It's so good. Now, what are they on? Is this season two? On, uh, I, ooh, I don't. I think it's just the first this... season that's out. There's only eight episodes. Oh, oh, okay, okay. That's not bad. All right. Yeah. So I'm assuming a second season will be out soon because it's been out for a while. Yeah, yeah. We just—it's just been sitting in our queue for so long. And then one yep. of my students before the break asked me if I'd ever seen it, and I told him no. And then he told me that he can't be my student anymore if I don't watch it over the break. Wow. So it's high stakes. Yeah, it's it is high stakes considering he still has to be my student whether he likes it or not. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now I wanted to have something that it gave me a reason to watch it, so I'll have something to talk to him about. All but right. It is. It is quite, quite good. It does. It looks good, and you know, it has a uh, you know, Kal-el of the House of L in it. So, dude, I have never found Henry Cavill that good looking because he's that good looking sort of like Boy Scout thing. Same Boy. reason I don't like Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um. Good Lord Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> I love his performance in this. Very, very good. He's actually a really. He's actually a really good actor. He is quite good. And it feels like everything that I've ever seen him cast in, he was always just like the pretty boy. Oh. But he is very, he's a very, very good actor in this show. Like he's, he shows some, some really wonderful range, I think is the word I want to use. All right. Yeah. So I'm yeah, thoroughly enjoying that. Yeah. That's, that's going to be one I definitely have to get to. I'm uh yeah, it's it, it looks good from the, the the few minutes that I saw, and I know it's been it's been on the the to watch list for quite some time. Mm, it's very good. Okay, dang it, yet another yeah. thing. Yeah, should I oh. tell you the other thing so it can lead into one of the ways that you nerded as well? Sure. I mean, I I finished the Mandalorian. Oh yes, yeah, see, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna save that for the main event. Yes, but uh, <laughs> well, but, we can uh, absolutely save the actual conversation of the Mandalorian until the main. As, but uh, yes, okay, so, but yes, in conjunction with you, as did I. Yeah, you know, for all of you cowards out there, you know, like what were you doing at three o'clock in the morning when it released? Were you asleep? I was slacker. Kind of. What kind <laughs> of a fan are you? A sleepy one. <laughs> <laughs> Pathetic. My uh, fandom is better than your fandom. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but I know in all seriousness, yes, I, I did as well. And I am so glad. Oh, so good. Um, oh, absolutely good. Everything about it was perfect. Oh, most definitely. But you know what? I'll be quiet until we get to the, because we can we can go on a uh, on a tangent when we get to the Sweet. main event. Damn but, uh, the, but the other way I nerded outside of that was I finally finished um, Stargirl season one. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, so I only had three episodes to go. And as I'm continuing my journey to plow through <laughs> these DC shows. Oh, Godspeed, my friend. It is just... I, now, now Stargirl, to be fair, I I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would. Okay. To be fair, I didn't... My JSA knowledge, I didn't read this very much when I was younger. So my JSA knowledge or Justice Society of American knowledge is practically non-existent i know the basics like you know dr dr fate dr midnight um you know flash Starman, okay. all of this other type of stuff so i know the basics Hawkman, i know the basics but it's just in one ear and out the other at that point so i'm really <laughs> a, i'm really a tabula rasa with with yes. this right so yes star girl i just um 
it just picks up. It's a group of teens that are taking up the mantle of various of previous members of the JSA as they take on, you know, the injustice society because they're about to unleash this plan to practically to essentially brainwash the world, specifically mm-hmm. adults, you know, uh, because, you know, as opposed to children, because they. Yeah. But. I was actually surprised because, you know, it's teenagers taking up these mantles, right? So, you know, like, oh, you teenage angst and things like that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but it was actually really well done. I liked all of the choices for the different characters and what have you. I'm still in a space where I'm I'm not sure if I like it because overall, because it was just refreshing from the other DC shows, specifically yeah. Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl feeling like a chore to watch. <laughs> And this was just refreshing because it was, it just felt different. So I'm going to be interested to see how I feel when season two comes along. But see I mean, if it keeps that up. Yeah. But I mean, you know, season, I mean, season one, I mean, hey, I mean, it had freaking Solomon Grundy. I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> now we're talking, even though he really didn't do a whole lot, but whatever. But they introduced him. But they brought him. Yeah. He was in there. I was like, oh, Solomon Grundy. Now we're talking. <laughs> So I finally finished that. So it just leaves me with Batwoman, Arrow, and all the rest to go. (laughs) I don't know why you do this to yourself. Oh, wait, I do know why you do it. Because I'm... A masochist. And a completionist. And a little OCD about things. Well, listen, again, we're in the golden age, figuratively speaking, of, of, of comic media. Because there's going to be a time where this goes away. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think so, it's like, like, I don't want that to sound like a bad thing. No, no, I'm no, just, no, no, no. <laughs> it's not a bad thing to want to finish things. Oh, yeah. I'm going to ingest start. I'm gonna ingest as much of this as possible. I, look, I still haven't finished Cloak and Dagger. Or I haven't even started Cloak and Dagger. I haven't even finished Legion. I haven't finished uh, The Gifted. There's a crap ton of stuff I'm still not done with. The Runaways. I haven't finished that, that either. I've heard that's good. Yeah, it's that first season was really good. And season two, I'm just sitting here. Not so uh, much. (laughs) Bit of a drag. (laughs) Well, I I still have. Look, I still haven't finished the last season of Jessica Jones because that was so awful. I I know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's how I nerded. Very nice. Yes, yes, yes. Very nice. Now, as again, I continue to try to chip away at you. With my own personal recommendation, what do you what, what recommendations do you have for our fine so, listeners? So, because <laughs> this is our last episode of 2020, and there is a vaccine that it now exists. Yeah. My recommendation is a board game called <laughs> Pandemic. Okay, very good. <laughs> very good. It felt, it felt like the right thing to 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 recommend for our final episode of 2020 the dumpster fire that is 2020 so i mean we've literally had covid for an entire year <laughs> we're almost there yeah uh, well i mean it started in 2019 yeah yeah why think it's about, called yeah. the covid 19 it's not because like <laughs> no it's because there are 19 different names for it that's why. i know right <laughs> what happened we fixed covid one through third one through 18 that's right. No, yes, it felt like this was this was timely and kind of funny to me, but also very much a really good game that I would highly suggest for anybody who is just looking for something 
fun to do cooperative game. So if you're at home with, with just a couple people, it's a really great game for that sort of setup. The premise is that there is uh, a pandemic where there's, I think there's four different diseases. So there are four different color diseases. There's a blue, a red, a yellow, and a black. And basically what you're trying to do is eradicate, well, create, eradicate the diseases. And with each turn, there's like different, there's chances that are taken. Everyone has their own specialties of like things that they can do. And if too many of these little quote unquote disease blocks hit one city at a time, they will spread out to all of the cities nearby. So it can become a really, really hard game to Hmm. control. So it's a really, really good cooperative game. It requires you to talk to one another. Everybody makes their moves basically as a team, which isn't, I I really like co-op games in general. Um, I know, I know, but I think we've learned that I like a lot of games that you have no idea what they are or care to find out. So this is one of them. Um, highly recommend if you're looking for a board game, if you want to get something for, for yourself, for some friends, great game. Pandemic. Uh, board well, game. I wasn't booing the game. I was booing the, the need to, to, to cooperate. Boo. I know. <laughs> I like myself a good co-op game. Again, the two magic questions that have been asked in the greatest film of all time. Mm-hmm. Why should I and what's in it for me? Well, you should play it because it's a fun game to play. And what's in it for you is the joys of friendship. Okay. So yeah, clearly we see we're missing each other because <laughs> I bet within the confines of the game, <laughs> like oh, well, that's a, a, or that. a game, right? Like, you know, like, well, well, I guess like I have to help it. other people. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what does that's, that get me? Well, and then, well, if you don't help other people, you will die too. That's the problem with being the last of anything, Brittany. Everyone goes extinct. Well, I mean, you know, hey. yeah. be like Jack Sparrow, the last pirate. Oh, you didn't know what scurvy was until I started bringing it up. That is not true. It's <laughs> not that I didn't know what scurvy was. It's the fact that you constantly reference scurvy. I do. Like That's again, because I love pirates. Medical professionals do not refer <laughs> to scurvy as much as you do. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Well, what about you? What about you? What's your recommendation? Since my (laughs) pandemic board game doesn't give you a way to quote unquote win by yourself. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, sure. But my recommendation, you know, since we had that, you know, that that's my person. I don't know you segment a couple of weeks ago when we were Mm -hmm. talking about older television and, you know, dramas and things like that with Melrose Place. It it made me think and just just rattle off all these different shows. I think I brought a Mantis last week as a suggestion. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And it's just it's just all of these older shows are just just fumbling around in my brain. So I thought about another one which uh, it's from this century, don't, don't, don't hmm. fear. But it's, it made me think about it because before you had Breaking Bad, uh-huh. when it was just, you know, kind of dark comedy, thrillers, psychological, just all around a, a comedy of errors, right? Especially in the beginning seasons, because you've seen Breaking Bad, correct? Nope. Mother bleep, I thought you'd seen Breaking Bad. I apologize nope. anyway. Well, I, didn't I know enough to- about it. Yeah, well, that's what the really sh- relevant, <laughs> right? Well, that's what the show was, especially in the beginning. It was a lot a comedy of errors, right? Okay. Was they're trying to learn how to be drug dealers, but 
before before that there was the show called nip tuck i know that show they were doctors and the one guy is cole from charmed (laughs) that is that is right yes yes julian mcmahon is uh yes that is yes that is right i have won the internet today you have yes you have won so so nip tuck is basically (laughs) i was so excited darian (laughs) i didn't know how irrationally excited i was to know what this that you actually got something i referenced that's right yes that's right okay i'm gonna collect myself please continue Okay. Well, I, yes, please. After you had to collect yourself <laughs> last week with the disclosure of granola being the next. Oh God. Yeah. That's still so bad. Anyway. So it's the story of these two plastic surgeons and they work in Miami and it's legitimately them just trying to make a way, you know, you know, make a name of their business. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're, and they just get caught up in just all of these outrageous outlandish situations from, you know, hiding a drug you know a a, a drug dealer well not a, he wasn't a drug dealer forgive me so i'm getting because one of these people wasn't breaking back but you know from hiding someone who was who you know changing someone's face who was hiding from a drug dealer for for uh-huh. very ugly reasons and that's how the show starts and they end up having to throw this dude's body into the everglades <laughs> okay so Why? yeah so it got that deep it really did. So again, the show is just a comedy of errors and it's it's a dark comedy, you know, thriller, drama, well, thriller is too much, but drama, suspense, and it's just a classic show. So it ran from like a 2000, was it 2002 or 2003? I believe it was 2002, 2003, somewhere in there. But it ran for about seven years. So as it was going out the door, Breaking Bad was just start was starting. Uh, I believe Breaking um, Bad started in 2008 and then Nip Tuck ended in 2010. Cool. But unfortunately, like the last couple of seasons of Nip Tuck was on the definitely they had jumped the shark. But those mm. first two or three are just insane. Gotcha. So if you like doctor drama. I do. And you like a, a comedy of errors, you know, just a matter of what else can you possibly get yourself into? How is this even <laughs> happening? You know, you would like Nip Tuck. Cool. So that's my recommendation. It was on FX. So. Well, besides, if you just want to look at the guy who played Cole from Charmed, please feel free. That's that's always good, too. Uh, sigh. <laughs> what? You know, they have, you know, a lot of heavy, heavy hitters came through that show, too. Uh, Katie, Katie Sackhoff. Oh, okay. Peter, Peter Dinklage. Oh, yeah. Famke, Famke Jensen. Nice. They had a lot of people that came through there. Nice. Good show. I yep, might so have only, to watch it again. Yes, yeah, so only only six seasons. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I watched like a couple of episodes here and there, but I don't think I ever watched enough to like understand the the various things that were going on deeper. Yeah, because they go through legitimate you know, long season long arcs. Yeah. So it, which from my understanding with, I guess, doctor dramas is, is abnormal. I, I don't know. I don't watch any, I don't watch ER. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. Say, I've never watched any of that crap. Doctor drama probably. Yeah. They don't typically have something like that. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you go into things like bones, which I absolutely love. I never finished bones. God, it's so good. Yeah. I was I dropped off for the longest time after they killed my sweet baby sweets. But then uh, yeah. 
Well, yeah. Like, what, what are you doing? What? How do you kill sweets? That show why do I need for ages? <laughs> no, no, I'm agreeing with you. That's where I fell off. I was like, oh, okay, how do yeah. you kill sweets? Yeah. I mean, as soon as they started singing the "Put the Lime in the Coconut" song, I was like, all right, I'm done with this show. I'm never coming back. And then I think it was two years later I actually went back and watched it and finished it. Is it worth? Is it worth it? It is primarily because the guy that they have that they bring in the new the new FBI agent. Um, he's not a psychologist though. They bring in somebody basically to be a partner for uh, David Barianis's character. And okay. he is very different than Sweets, but he's it's it's good because they didn't try to replace him. And they picked no, somebody yeah. that like the character traits that they gave him, the actor that they picked, like he did a really good job. It's it's still it gets it's definitely jumping it jumps the shark in the last season or two, but it's not terrible to to get through because yeah, it was a good show i mean god know, it's so good yeah i mean when you I mean david boreanis it's it's, it's already a, okay you I'm, I, I'm, in. I'm on i'm here that's right because yeah. it's david boreanis so yeah. Like, you know yeah it's it, that's the only other kind of like semi-doctor related show i could think of that has those season-long arcs but it's not like an actual doctor doctor show right exactly so, so from what i understand because again i never watched any of that other stuff so i have no I went through a Grey's Anatomy phase and then I fell off because I realized that I hated everything about myself when I was watching it because it was just like, why am I watching this? All that it does is make you want to cry. Why would? Why am I putting myself through this? Um, I, well, I didn't, but I know if I if I were to ever watch, I know what it would be, why I would. I mean, Sandra, Sandra oh, was oh. amazing. That's right. That's the only reason I watched. We know that. <laughs> we know that. That woman is amazing, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but yeah, that's those are my recommendations. So solid. Yeah. Well, are you ready, Brittany? I said, are you ready, Darian? I said, sure. Okay, you're just ruining the bit. <laughs> so that's fine, and we'll just transition like we always do in some sort of awkward manner. Well, I so, didn't say no. No, that's that is true. I anyway, give you that. That's true. Well, here we are, and we are doing. We are having ourselves an end of the year extravaganza. Mm-hmm. So we are just really just going to talk about our what best ofs of the year. So yes. if you all don't know already, for those of you who are listening to the first time, Brittany and I come from very different worlds, and we are very different people in That's many true. different ways. Very so true. that of course extends into our nerddom. There are areas where we connect and we overlap, but those are few, few and far between. But so, so these lists are going to be uh, very different, which oh, is yeah. which is good. And so we'll probably, I if we overlap, you know what? No, no, we're not. I don't think we're going to overlap. No, nope, I, I again, I always <laughs> the only thing that we ever have the chance on ever connecting on is gaming. And I thought about it, and then I said to myself. That's not going to happen here either, because if you have a game, I know what it's going to be. I have a game and you know what it is. So, okay. Okay. So who's going first? Well, I came up with really strange categories. So I don't know if you have more like traditional ones. Of course I did. Okay. Well, do you want to do a traditional one and then I'll give you a strange one? This would be on brand for us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more of the straight shooter, and then you are the, you know, helter, <laughs> helter skelter person. So chaotic neutral. No, that's chaotic, right. Chaotic neutral. That's right. Okay. That's always, that's always good. Okay. 
But my first one is a very simple one that just recently took place over the course of the last several weeks. Mm-hmm. So, Brittany, you know that I'm a monstrous, massive wrestling fan. Yes. And I am trying to slowly bring you into that world. I'm coming into the fold. And you, you are. And it is coming in, It is coming into the fold. It is invading whether you want it to or not. Not mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, like like rooster teeth. Oh, I know. Having Scorpio Sky on there. Yeah. So I've told you a bit about people like, you know, and again, why re- wrestling is infiltrating. Scorpio Sky, Leva Bates, Xavier Woods, mm-hmm. Thea Trinidad. But there is one person that, 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 that I'm going to speak about that okay. you could probably recognize. And it is the best bout machine, the cleaner, and the now newly dubbed collector. So in wrestling, so Kenny Omega okay. won the All Elite Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship several weeks ago. Okay. So that was my one of my probably my favorite moment of the year. But coupled with that, he also said that he was going to be on Impact Wrestling the the following Tuesday. Okay. So the reason that this is important is because in wrestling, like you know, especially nowadays, federations really don't partner together. So what's taking place here is like a cross brand type of deal. So I was just going to say, because isn't Impact separate from AEW? Exactly. So Kenny Omega is going, you know, has been on Impact Wrestling the last three weeks. Okay. And, you know, he's on their TV. So that is going to be something huge. And there's going to be a main event at the next pay-per-view for Impact where Kenny Omega is going to reunite with former stablemates from another promotion that he was in, New Japan, to take on three wrestlers from Impact. So this is just massive in the wrestling industry because this is just something that doesn't really happen anymore. And then especially to be on Broadway. he still works for AEW, though. Correct. Okay. Yes. So... It is, he's reuniting with the for, former members of the Bullet Club. So this is a group in that was in Japan that he was a part of. And two people that were in the Bullet Club are also in Impact Wrestling now. So, okay. and they have made, they have acknowledged this on Impact Wrestling Television and actually said the name of that, of that group oh. on Impact Television. So this is probably the hugest thing that's happened in wrestling this entire year for me. Dare I say this is like co-op? Like they're cooperating with one another. That is okay. If you want to use that win. Yes, because this can (laughs) put the machine that is WWE on notice to get their bleep together because they suck. Well, that's true. Collectively, they suck. Yeah. Not the wrestlers within it, but the company as a whole, it Mm -hmm. sucks. Yeah. So that is my first thing is my best wrestling moment of the year. I have a small, I have a slight, you know, small, honorable mention but i'll leave that be okay so yes like that. that is that is my number one all right yeah and you know you can watch impact wrestling on twitch just to let you know you know you you have we have a twitch account you can follow them just saying i i, I could follow them yes yeah show some show some show some support i will okay but yeah that's mine simple <laughs> that's that's mine it's fairly simple one all right what well, do you what i will i will also go with something that was fairly recent all right. So my my category is the best worst moment in games this year. Oh, okay. This is it off. This okay. <laughs> All right. Oh well. Okay. Well, it, it can only be one thing. Oh, it's Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven console. Fuck. It is just the most beautiful cluster I've ever seen on the internet, and it yes. makes me so happy. Oh. Um. Primarily because 
I am a pre I I have consoles, but I am primarily a PC gamer, and it looks great on the PC. <laughs> <laughs> so if I wanted to play it, if I had the sixty dollars to throw at it, I could and I would. But uh, for all the people that were. <laughs> Like, you just, last generous. Dude, just like the fact that they straight up took it out of the PlayStation 4 store. Like it's just gone. They removed it completely. They sent out the apology that it was just basically like, hey, we screwed up. Sorry. Okay, bye. <laughs> please, please love us still. Here's a link for refunds. And it's like the way that CD Projekt Red, because I love that company. To be to be totally honest, I, I love the different things that they do. Um, there are people in that work for them that I, I really appreciate them as human beings, but it's like, this was just the worst way. To, like it, it, I don't know how they didn't realize that this was gonna be an issue. Well, here's the thing though. If, you, if you've been catching, did you see that well, all these things and stories are starting to come out now where the developers and, and people, you know, working on the game were saying that the issue was is that the deadlines that were put on them and they were saying yep. like they, they could see this coming a mile away. Yeah. But they were just adamant and adamant and adamant about the deadlines. Now, to be fair, we, we were talking what what this when did this game first get announced? What oh, year? Oh, God, probably over a decade ago. Yeah. So we're t- 10 years in the making. So this is utterly insane. Because my, I, and I, this is what I still don't understand. So maybe you can help me because you're more in the gaming community than I am. Mm-hmm. You knew something was coming out 10 years ago. So that was a whole generation ago. Mm-hmm. So there's no way that you weren't making it for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One to begin with. There's no way that you weren't. To an extent, I have a feeling they as soon as they heard tell that there was going to be a new generation, they were leaning up that way, especially considering like 4k televisions and such have been sure. around for a while. And that was, that was technology that they knew about. So That's knowing fair. that they were moving into that 4k realm, I guarantee you that was what they were told to play, to create their stuff for um, was to push all the coding and such towards that. And knowing that the next generation console, because this is likely not coming out until the next generation at that point. So it's like, that's probably what's going to be capable with the next generation. And we want this to be the crispest, cleanest, best looking game out there. Like that's what they've been teasing the whole time. Now, now hold on though. Now, because you and I both know that's not how this works, right? When we talk about the cycling of games, we all know that when a new generation is getting ushered in, we're not, you know, the companies, the industry, the developers, they're not completely icing out all of the users from the previous generation, specifically for those those larger games or significant games like a cyberpunk. So this is the issue that I have with this. It's like, okay, yeah, I get that the whole that, okay, you knew a generation in advance what was going down. And at the same time, you had 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. I I will definitely admit that it is. It's strange. It's not a great look, and it's something where it almost feels like maybe they were working on that code, and then that's what they they were told to shift their their work into yeah. this other realm, and then they just stopped. Yeah, something had to have ha- happened along the way because there's no way out of the gate that they were just they had that tunnel vision to looking past a whole generation. True. 
True. There's just no way. You know they're it's, subject to a class action suit now, right? Yeah, I know. And dude, <laughs> it is uh it is a it I mean it's it's 2020, man. It's the last dumpster fire of 2020. In and I'm here industry, for it. Yes. Of course you so, are. So um because I, I like atrophy and ridiculous things that happen in the world. So there's yeah, that atrophy, you mean entropy. Entropy, that's the word I meant. <laughs> no, we don't like that. We don't like no, we don't like the atrophy. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, we don't want that. It's been a long day of just been watching TV. I know. Um, I just want to make sure, like, no, we don't want that. No, no. I don't right. want that for anyone. You're right. No, it was <laughs> so that's that's my best worst video game moment of of the year is is that release. It was like it's something it would have been different if it was something that hadn't been so hyped, but this was so hyped. And then yeah. it just like it fell apart yeah. at the finish line, which is sad to be fair. But it's also like, if you look, like if they just hadn't let it come out for the old consoles, it would have been fine. It would have annoyed a lot of people that it was only for next gen and PC, but it would have been fine. And honestly, it looks fucking sick on those different consoles. Yeah, it does. (laughs) It looks amazing but here's the unfortunate other thing that that made them shoot themselves in the foot and my thought would be is, is that if these companies you know if if xbox and playstation a part of it is is that if there was they should have done it just for that generation for the new generation and then on top of that if they had had more control over how the sales went for these things yes. you know meaning bots not chewing them all up yep you would have had more people getting these systems as opposed to them just sitting in some rando's house or or wherever or residence you know having six seven eight nine ten of them waiting for people to buy them at a, a you know ridiculous prices and then you're not you know so you got all these these units out there people aren't buying but people aren't buying games yeah because they don't have access to be able to do it because bots are chewing them all up so yep. if if sony and then and microsoft had more say and again like the walmarts and the targets and all of this other type of stuff with you know one per household and all this other type of crap you know or one per billing address or something yeah they they you know i don't think it would have been a problem if it was just on playstation 5 and xbox what what the hell is it xbox x x Xbox thank, Series X. Thank you. Xbox Series X. But <laughs> they really oh, need to come up with a better game and naming scheme. They really do. Mother of mercy. Uh, but yeah, that's that's funny. That's funny. All right. What's your next one? Okay. Yep. 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 Oh, one thing I didn't mention about my best wrestling moment of the year is that the, the other good thing about this is, is that it opens up the possibility for tons of different matches that we did not think we would get. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it, it for, it's better for the industry and it forces other people to be better. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so, you know, back on track. So you talked about gaming, so I mm-hmm. feel like it's only necessary for me to stay on that same page. Okay. So I went with game, my game of the year. Now, wow. to, to be fair, I'm basing it on my reality. So meaning that what it is that I bought. Okay. Because you know, we've had these conversations before. I'm just not plopping $60 down for every new game that I like True. when I'm not going to play them right away with very few exceptions. But you did that for this game. The, for, I, did, I did that for this game. That's correct. <laughs> and I went above and beyond because I had to get the special edition. <laughs> so, of course, you know, was there any doubt when I said game of the year that I'm talking about the Final Fantasy VII remake? Nope. Absolutely not. So 
I don't really know what more can be said that we haven't already talked about, but when you look at Final Fantasy, because I, I think Final Fantasy VII for the original PlayStation is the greatest game of all time. Mm-hmm. So when, when you come across the remake and the way that it is, I don't really know, again, what else that I can really say except the the the, the original, there's so much. It's excellent storytelling, yeah. emotion. You can get invested in the characters. So when you have it on the PlayStation 4 and you have voice acting attached with it and you have mm-hmm. the new graphics, the better music, Yes. You know, the 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 uh Hip-hop the tweaks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh I'm just I'm just plowing right past that. The, the 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 um the uh the tweaks to the sto- to, to the original yes. story, which yes. although they were kind of jarring at first, you can accept them for what they are and yep. realize how it does make the story better and even more intriguing. Mm-hmm. So it 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 just you know the story, but it still feels new, brand new. It, exactly, exactly. And life is truly injected into the characters. Again, from the voice acting, the updated music, the the graphics, the the landscape, all, you yeah. know, the open worldness to a degree. All of that. Barrett, you know, you know, humming the victory theme. Hell, you know what? As much as I've railed on them. Even that little piece of garbage, Chadley. He's so sweet. Even Chadley, I, I could, I could respect. Yes. As an interesting wrinkle, of course, you know we brought I'm up. So Chadley glad we're the, recording this. I brought up Chadley in the first episode, saying he can go straight to hell, and here it is <laughs> in the last episode of the year. I'm bringing up Chadley again. Yeah. But th- there's no way that that's not my game of the year in comparison to all of the games that I was able to purchase, which I believe was like five total. Yeah. <laughs> so, which still is saying something because you've also played Miles Morales. Yeah, and the reason I didn't give it to that is because it's a different flavor, right? I didn't yes. finish I haven't finished it yep. yet for, you know, because I want to enjoy it fully. Yeah. But it's just doesn't nothing compares to Final Fantasy VII for me. Yeah. And nothing ever is going to be better than Final Fantasy VII. Nothing. Yeah. It was very good. It was a wonderful reimagining. It was as we sit here counting down <laughs> to the next one. Oh God, which will be on what console? Probably the next generation after this. Look, I, I don't know. I, um, all I know is I need it and I need it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll see Vincent in the next one. We Look, you. I, I better get, no, you can't sit here <laughs> And then I'm not getting, no, you need to give us to everybody else in, in the next game. You okay. need to give us Red 13. You need to give us, because it's what goes Red 13. I mean, I mean, we did get Red 13. We just weren't. No, he, we didn't get to play him. It doesn't count. Yeah. So we get, because what's the order? It was Red 13. Then it's Kate Sif. Then it's Which Yuffie. We, we did. We saw Kate Sif. Yeah. At the very end. Like there's a moment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because we still have Yuffie. Mm-hmm. Vincent and then Sid Highwind. Yep. So you need to pack all of them in the second game. Mm. Or is it going to get split up? Well, look, because Aerith has got to die in the second game, right? Uh, she would have to. Yeah. So that's good. So somebody has to get replaced. In order <gasps> to be able what happens to... if they don't kill her? You, you, no, you, that, that would be, uh, you can't do that. That feels like a major story beat. You can't, you can't yeah, you can't modify that. She, she's got to go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But 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 yeah, that's that's my game of the year. All right. 
So Very what, nice. what else do you have? Because I feel like you're going to stay, you, there's more than one gaming thing in here. Oh, absolutely. Oh, God. But, please, um, just, just don't have your own game of the year, please. No. Okay, good. I, I have my best game to annoy Darian with. Do you want to uh, oh, God. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's Animal Crossing. I know it is. It's the same thing. It doesn't matter. It'll always uh, be Animal Crossing. <laughs> they have snow for the winter times. You can make uh, snowmen. <laughs> because, you know, it's a game that continues to update for free since you already bought it. It's great. Cute animals. Happy little island. There's snow. It's lovely. Is, is there skiing? I don't think you can ski, per se. Well, probably because the island is two feet by two feet. Well, I mean, you can create, like, little hills and such, but I don't think it's necessarily, like, <laughs> Bunny slopes. skiing hills. You usually bunny have slopes. to, like, climb down them. They're pretty steep. Oh, okay. So is, no, is there a bunny the slope? Is there a bunny steep. skiing on a bunny slope? I mean, there are bunnies. I know. I hate that bunnies. That are very cute and can be your bunnies. friend. I hate bunnies. I have one named Mira on my island. Oh my god. <laughs> She's a little yellow bunny. I hate bunnies. She wears kind of like a superhero outfit. A yellow bunny. So she's like uh those those whatchamacallits. Um what are those awful candy? Peeps. Yeah, peeps. Those <laughs> No, she's not like that. But she is super sweet, so I guess kind of. Oh god. What sick freak eats peeps? I do. Of course you do. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's the candy corn of the springtime. That's exactly. <laughs> oh god, that's exactly what they are. Only You're welcome. Only sickos would eat peeps. I'm sorry. You bet your ass I do, and god. I love it. <laughs> have you ever done peep jousting? Have you? Haven't you asked me about this before? I don't remember if I've asked you this, but it's very important that I know the answer. Well, the answer is no, because I don't know what peep jousting is. So you take two peeps and you put toothpicks in their, in them so it looks like they have a little joust, little whatever those things so are. so stupid. A little lance out, and then you turn them on in the microwave, and then you see which one pops first. <laughs> and you have the temerity to judge me on little turkey muffins. They, 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 at <laughs> least eat it after and, that happens. Okay, you know what? At least, my, at least, yeah, like I'm going to believe what you say right now. You eat candy corn and you eat peeps. I'm not going to believe I do. You. I do. I absolutely do. Why would you eat peeps just because they're melted in the microwave? I don't know. You could put them on well, a spread. Well, they lost their structural integrity at that Well, point. you could spread them on a graham cracker or something. No, I don't know. No, 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 no. That's not how you eat a peep. You just you just take its little head off and then you eat the rest of it. <laughs> Are there peeps in the fort? You know what Nintendo needs to do? Why don't they just make rabbits, uh, uh, your peep rabbits? For um, a candy. I, it wouldn't surprise me if it's been done. It has been done? I don't know. Yeah. It wouldn't there surprise you, me. Well, you know, if some random Nintendo rep is listening to this, there you go. <laughs> and we and we and we claim all credit for it. So <laughs> if we see it right, that's right. So if we see it out there, we're suing you. That is our intellectual property. That's right, Nintendo. All right. Well, I gave you my best game to annoy Darian with, which okay. was its own category written down. Uh, I'm sure it was. So prepared. Yeah, I, I I knew it was coming. I said game of the year. Is the same, again, same thing, same yep. thing. All right, here we go. I did television show of the year or show of the year. Okay. It's The Mandalorian. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. I mean. There is nothing else. 
this this, this show is the way. this is the way this show <laughs> has undeniably rejuvenated the star wars franchise incredibly it, it's 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 always refreshing you know as much as i love star wars in its entirety it is always refreshing to get a story that does not revolve around a skywalker yes so despite the 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 ending of this season but anyway it wasn't about him but but we'll get to that in a second right so it is refreshing because you know it, it's why i like rogue one so much because it, it had nothing to do with the skywalkers it's why rogue one is probably it's in it's my third favorite star wars movie period yeah so, you know, the Mandalorian, again, what needs to be said about this, you know, with Star Wars, which having such a vast universe it is, again, I'm using, constantly using the word refreshing to explore the, the history and examine the lore, to use yeah. one of your favorite words, of an entirely different group of people. Yes. Um, the show is just insane because it is, it is, is stacked and packed from pillar to post, from the opening opening scene all the way to the mm, end and every, and every episode i mean we've got a, a, the all of the gifts that we got this year yeah. in this show ahsoka tano yeah bo katan yeah a mention of admiral thorn you're not gonna bring up the fact that luke skywalker I, was in the last if episode. you <laughs> would let me get there i was building suspense you know this is the second week in a row that you have ruined my creation of suspense i don't think it's only the second week in a row <laughs> no it's not but this is that, that but but i these are the ones i remember okay but you know boba fett my yes you know, Ugh. my favorite star so wars character exactly and but you saw the book of favorite? boba coming next oh those post-credit scenes oh yes Ugh. indeed yes indeed i can't wait and then and here's the other thing about this especially this season this is a scenario where, and you, and I want your thoughts on this, where you can do something and it can be predictable and it can still be phenomenal. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because we knew with the Marshall, well, for me, at least for me in and of myself, when I was watching the show, because the first episode or second episode, whatever, whenever he he was told he has to go back to to, uh, to Tatooine, I said, holy shit, here comes mm -hmm. Boba Fett. I said, here comes Boba Fett. Yep. I knew immediately it was coming. Mm -hmm. And then the next big thing with when Ahsoka Tano tells, you know, tells him he has to go to the, the stone and blah, blah, blah. And a Jedi, will, you know, if there's a Jedi out there, I said, oh, no, we are. There's no way we're getting Luke Skywalker. There's no way this is happening. Yeah. But but again, this is where predictable is phenomenal. And I think it was partially because there's a nostalgia thing about actually getting these characters that we don't, especially with Boba, where we didn't see as much of him as we could have in the original in the original film. There was nothing. Like, he was in there he for was 15 minutes total. He was yes. a side character that you saw and that tens of people fell in love with because he was just such an interesting character. He was badass. We did not get to explore. So getting a Mandalorian in the first place to, to explore the, the lure of that whole society is huge. And then when we get that moment where it's like, oh my goodness, are they actually going to give me Boba Fett? Am I going to get real Boba Fett now? Like, is this happening? Mm -hmm. That's, and I think the thing is, I mean, like, yes, you say that it was predictable that it was going to be Boba Fett. It was the thing that made sense for the people that were watching and know the history. But at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like, did you really know that they were going to do that? Or did you just hope? 
Oh, no, no, no. Me as somebody who's, it, again, my own experience, somebody that's immersed in Star Wars and, you know, I haven't read all of the books because there are just so many, but I used to try to keep up with the books that would release. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the whole notion, the, 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 the fan theory from years ago, long time ago that no he's Boba Fett isn't dead you know his armor yeah. blah 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 he wasn't yeah. eaten by this he couldn't have been destroyed by the Sarlacc so you always oh, yeah. knew all right you know it, it Boba ain't gone so again when he when he said that he had to go back to Tatooine I said they oh holy crap They're there is no it. other reason for him yep. to have to go back here if, if it's not for this yeah. So it, that that's because these are things. But again, as somebody who's watched all of the movies and all of the stuff online for years and years and years, like there are certain words, and then when they're slotted in in certain places, it just triggered me. Like, oh, yeah. It's it's a wonderful predictability that it's. Yes, we knew what was coming, but we didn't actually know fully what was coming. Yeah, yeah. That that's fair. But you know, it, again, it's like you said though. It's just like in wrestling, right? Something can be predictable, or but it, it, it can still be good because it yeah. makes sense. Yep. And this is definitely that. And then the fact that we're going to get a spinoff, The oh. Book of Boba Fett. Oh, come on. Yes. Now, I'm excited for this. Now, let me ask you one question, because did you did you have a GameCube? Uh, I did not have a GameCube, but I played upon one many, many a time. Okay. Do you remember the Star Wars game Bounty Hunter? No, I did not have access to that, but I know what I know of it. I didn't you know play that, it. Okay, and you know that was with that was with Django Fat. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you know, I played the living bleep out of that game. That does not surprise me. Yes. Yes. That was my <laughs> favorite GameCube game, and so again, the Mandalorians and being able to you know this that's what makes this show even that much more special for me as a yeah. fan because again Boba Fett's been my dude since day one Jango Fett with with episode two and then here we have this I, I am just losing my mind and then we get Katie Sackhoff and Ming-Na Wen because yeah, those was, are my girls see that was my biggest thing about this show and especially the last the last episode in itself was the amount of powerful independent women that were just everywhere all the time like I didn't see that uh, when I was younger, and luckily my daughter has gotten interested enough because of Baby Yoda that uh, she. I know, I know, we know, we know. It's, <laughs> it's whatever. You all need to let but go. She calls it Baby Yoda, so that's what it's going to be for me. Oh well, kids, um, that's they're they're they get a pass. That's true. So she <laughs> she started watching with us, and the whole time I'm just like internally freaking out and so excited that even if she isn't fully understanding what's happening on screen she is witnessing a group of females just totally kicking butt on their own and that's really freaking cool well you gotta see in, in, with the star wars franchise i mean leia set the table for that Carrie yeah, Fisher she was the for only one and even then, like, if you look at a lot of this, well, okay, so this is me coming from a world of, like, my daughter gets a bunch of Star Wars-themed stuff because we're all nerds in this house. And most of the time, if Leia is in it, it is just the, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. It's just the moment when she's asking for help. It's never her taking a blaster and saving everybody else. What? It's, it sucks. There are some that do show it. Do not get me wrong. Uh, like, 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 
but the majority of things still just have her as this princess who did not who just needed to ask for help see then those are casual don't get me wrong it is important to ask for help when it is needed do not get me wrong that's a great lesson to teach but there are a majority of other things that she did and could and should be known for yeah that's what i said those people if that's all that that's getting shown those people are casuals because did you watch empire did you watch return of the jedi we see this time it's not just one woman doing something in a room full of dudes either this is i mean the mandalorian himself was the minority in this group (laughs) that took over moff gideon's ship (laughs) right right and that's kick-ass yeah i mean some of the best some of the most interesting characters in all of Star Wars have been have been women. So it's not like, like, um, like I said, like I, I said, it. Leia is Leia's badass again. But I mean, and then if you watch Clone Wars, I mean, I mean Ahsoka Tano, just by herself. Yeah, I mean, it's great. You know, first of all, anybody that's got two lightsabers is oh badass. Oh my god, the dual wielding. Yeah, anybody that has two lightsabers, you know, because they're short it, swords too. Like they're short sabers. Yeah, because it's it's her, and then um, Ugh, and then so uh, cool. Ventress also has um has two lightsabers as well. Well, you know, and then and then Darth Maul has two lightsabers. So I mean, it's like if you got two lightsabers, you're a beast. You're cool. By default, <laughs> it just that's just the way it is. That's true. That's true. So so yeah, th- I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm glad we get again. I just can't wait for for the Boba Fett show. Yeah. Because yeah. at first when I, and then and then Bib Fortuna, Bib Fortuna, so, sorry Bib Fortuna, you had to go. Yeah. Go well. He didn't last long. Yeah, that's fine. That's what he gets. Yeah. So so yeah, Mandalorian show of the year. And then you know again, you know Grief Karga, Moff Gideon, you know Cara Dune. I mean, you Queel. You had some just excellent new fresh characters. Yep. This is it the was way. solid. Very nicely done. This is the way. And then, of course, Grogu. Yeah. So cute. Okay. So sweet. So powerful. (laughs) Yes. Uh, He's taking his first step into a much larger world. Yes. And then Luke being able to, Luke actually seeing Grogu and then it's all, and all, you know, even though I know it's not the same thing, but, you know, Yoda having died and then him seeing Grogu, it was a, the circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but the learner. That's right. So good. Yeah. And then the little dance R2 did. It's so cute. That dance R2. I mean, my God. He that you want to talk about someone that does not die. Yeah. Good God. Best droid. Well, I day one. (laughs) Pretty much day one. (laughs) So good. Love them. All right. So tell me, what did what did what do you have next? So I have another best worst here. Oh, boy. Okay. So this is the best worst Netflix binge. Oh, wow. Okay. Of of the year. Okay. What do you got here? The Tiger King. Oh, no. Mm -mm. Because that happened, and I still judge myself for it. You should. I, I, yeah. I didn't watch any of this. But it was some, it was, it was one of those, like, for some, it came out right at the start of the pandemic. It was one of those things that just hit at the time when everyone had this spare time and didn't know what to do with it. And it caught fire. I think it was probably all the polyester and denim. I binged that sucker and I lost probably 
I would say more than a couple of handfuls of brain cells in the process, but I learned a lot about myself and what I don't want to be when I grow up. Ah, okay. So it's a blueprint. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. So that's a blueprint on what not to do in life. Okay. Very good. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I got to be honest. What not to do active, actively, what not to wear ever, what not to do with your hair. Yeah. There is just a lot of learning. I mean, I was pretty confident that I knew all of those things already, but just having it solidified is, wow. is bad. Wow. Well, I, I, I have to be transparent. I have nothing to add to this because I didn't watch any of this. There's a reason I don't, for that. I don't know any of the details behind any of it. You're a better person for not having fallen into that trap. It, it was like watching a train wreck that you just can't stop looking at. Which is interesting. And that piece I knew, and those are the types of things that usually entice me. But here I just sat there and just said, I, I, I see no benefit in me watching this. And I'm somebody oh, who's none. It's, it's, <laughs> but, but, but Brittany, as we sit here and you've come to know me and we've come to know one another, the, I am the same person. Flavor of love. For the love of Ray J, yes, love I like, love money. All of these things, Rock of Love, Charm School. I watch all of these things, and those things are awful. But I'm entertained. They are train wrecks. But this thing right here, I, I just, I, I just could not see what all is, the fuss was about. It was not good. It was not good. That's why it is the best worst binge of the year. Because yes. honestly, I bring it up because this is something that in the the general collective memory of anyone who is listening, if they watched this, which is a majority of the population of the US, like it's just a question of what is wrong with us? You Why was yeah, this something lump, we did? Yeah, don't lump me in there. <laughs> because I had I, I I will never watch it. So yeah, you don't were lump able me to in. walk away. I did I didn't even I didn't even look at it. I, I mean when it's sitting up there on the suggestions or whatever oh, the little promos, I just scroll right past. Like I don't yep, want this yep. crap. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, Tiger King. I mean, is there some patented, was was there any patented phrase or word that was used in this show? Well, to be fair, there's a TikTok song oh, that dear. just, uh, what is it? It was, uh, I think it was a Beg the Stallion song. Um, the, the I'm a Savage song. Uh, I have no, I have no idea what's going on. Um, there is a, a, a great uh, adaptation of that. Um, Carol Baskins. Oh, jeez. <laughs> husband whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Oh, uh, no. Better husband to tigers, they snacking. <laughs> Carol Baskin. Which is great because sometimes that just gets stuck in my head. It lives there rent free. And uh, it's so unfortunate. I'm sorry. It just lives there and sometimes it gets stuck in my head. Oh. <laughs> it's. Uh, it's my life now. Okay, I'm sorry. Thank you, Tiger King, for giving me things to hate about myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so Tiger, watching Tiger King peeps and candy corn. All right. This is this list is growing. Oh, <laughs> I know. I don't know why anyone would be friends with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a so, heathen. <laughs> do you? So, do you see why I don't use the f word, Brittany? Do you see why? <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to be associated with me. <laughs> now, not with people that watch Tiger King and eat peeps and, and candy corn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I get it. That's fine. <laughs> oh, God. You know, it's funny. You know, we're not doing this on purpose. This is just happening this way. You mentioned 
music. And that is exactly where my last two are. They are nice. they're, they're related. So the first one, it, so music of the year. So I've got two things. Okay. The first one, you know, I love a score. I was going to say, is it the best soundtrack of the year? And it's going to be Mandalorian. It's the best score of the year. That's right. It's the Mandalorian again. <laughs> Ah, you're so see again when we talk about predictable <laughs> hey look i know where my bread is butter okay possible ways i love it i love it I, and i agree i absolutely agree i don't usually pay attention to to like um compositions and such in shows but this one is one that it it's such an integral part of the show yeah i mean it's never going to be on par with the Star Wars theme, right? The original Star Wars theme or the 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 Imperial March, right? But it it, it it's in for me when I think about as somebody that listens to Star Wars music incessantly, episode 1 all the way through 9 yeah. and then Clone Wars and Rebels and and now the Mandalorian, it is in my top 5. I was that, just going to say I mean there Mando's are certain theme. things that are so recognizable to a much larger population, even if they don't know. Like, if you hear the Imperial March, yes. you might not know what Star Wars is, but you go, oh, that's that Star Wars thing. That's right. Like, it's it's something that is so ingrained in, like, the social mind. Yes, and the Mandalorian theme is in that. And, you know, it... Because when I think about top, like Star Wars music, you know, again, you know, it's it's the the, the main theme, the Imperial March, uh, Ray's theme from the new trilogy. See, um, dude, this would be my third one. This would be top three for me. What the what the Mandalorian? Mandalorian, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The Mandalorian, the Mandalorian is is definitely one because it's just iconic. And Ludwig Göransson, this dude is has been killing the game between. You know, Creed, Black Panther, and The Mandalorian. Yeah, He's I was just gonna killed. say he was the he composed Black Panther, right? Yeah, th- yeah. This dude is is a friggin' genius, a musical genius. But and he's got it, great hair. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course, of course, of course. But I mean, this is a good. I mean, uh, last year they gave us uh, the all eight episodes. We got the score every week. This year they only gave us they gave us two volumes and they split them into two. It took way too long for us to get them, but I'm glad that we have them now. Yeah. Um. It was they're well worth the wait. I, I just there's not really much more I want to say about this. It's just just Ludwig Ludwig Göransson is a genius. Mandalorian is just is just it's just it's it's top on tier. it's a, it's Golden top honey. tier it's it's god tier. Yes. It really is. I mean, I just randomly throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. The amount of times that I just go up to Alex and be like, it's just, it makes you feel like you're in a Western, but it's a sci fi Western and you just want to go, like, I don't oh, know, yeah, walk yeah. across and, a desert. Well, I mean, exactly. You know, with a cape, obviously. Uh, you know, of course. You know, flapping in the wind. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, if this came out on vinyl, you would actually go get a record player to get it on vinyl. I, and I, I, Brittany, let me tell you this real quick. I have been staving that off for for a quite some time right now because there are a plethora of soundtracks that are out and scores that are out that I was I would I would love to have on vinyl. Dude, I don't have vinyls, but I do have a record player in my garage right now. Yeah, I, 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 that that is that is 
That is a collecting <laughs> undertaking. I do not want to start because uh, it will get out of hand. Collection aspect, yes. Yeah, because all of the horror ones, and then but well, you're you did say that you're running a little low on Hasbro things. I, yeah, I but I, I that's an under. I can't do it. I cannot. <laughs> I'm not going there. It's it'll get out of control. It'll get oh, out of. That's valid. But I gotta say, if if they put Mandalorian on vinyl, that might break me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that's my my first music thing. So do you want me to do my second one or do you want to go jump back to your other one? Well, it's totally up to you. I mean, at this point, I have a bunch of random things that I was just picking my ones that fit the most interestingly. But I okay, don't well, let me, think. Well, let me hear another random one. Let's, let's okay. we'll keep alternating. I'll hear well, another. I random. guess this one is somewhat related to, oh, to music. Okay. I was going to say that the best unexpected update to a video game. Hmm, okay. It actually just dropped like yesterday. <laughs> oh no. A Stardew Valley has God jeez. <laughs> I freaking knew it. Oh my uh, come on. 1.5. There are nine new bops of a song of bopping songs. <laughs> so that's great. I, I didn't even know there's music for Stardew Valley. I didn't even hear any of the music when you're sitting there playing it. What? I need to fix that on the stream then, because I mean the bop is there like that's <laughs> part of the game is is the music the clap song is like so good so what? good um but anyway so i oh. actually even though i'm playing it co-op right now on the stream with alex i hopped in today on my own to stream myself by myself doing the new update like working on a new farm just me on this new update they added a beach farm, which is really exciting. Wait, what? And they've got new, there's like a volcano mine or a volcano kind of mine-ish sort of setup. There's advanced crafting stuff. There's a ton of new updates. Um, like there's new characters that you can um, interact with. Not in the main town, but as you move outside of the main town, you get access to the bus and all that sort of stuff. Like you, there are so many different things that you can do now. There's new foraging items. There's new things that you can farm and create. And just, I am over the moon. So excited because it just felt like it felt right to get back into Stardew the last couple of weeks and had no idea that a new update, like this big update was coming. Well, okay, so we kind of knew it was coming, but we figured it would come in like 2021. Sure. And then they dropped it. And it was like the best Christmas present anyone could give me. Now it's like 2020 question. has been saved. Thank you, wow. Concerned Ape Video Games. So the, the update to Stardew Valley <laughs> is what made 2020 salvageable. Wow. Well, at least the ending here, especially okay. when you think about like, everyone was so stoked about Cyberpunk, like so stoked about Cyberpunk. And that was, to be fair, pretty much a disappointment all around. There's a lot to, that isn't what it was hyped up to be. So then we get something that is so pure and glorious to get dropped on us last minute as like a nice little surprise on the doorstep. And we just go, oh my God, I didn't know I needed it, but I did. And it just makes the last couple weeks of this god awful year a little more bearable. Okay. I do have one burning question about this game or this yes. update. So you said there's a beach farm. Mm -hmm. Do you meet Mitch Buchanan? I don't know who that is. It's David Hasselhoff on Baywatch. That's his character's name. 
I didn't know he had a name other than the Hoff. Yeah, Mitch Buchanan. No, you do not meet the Hoff on your beach farm. Lifeguard by day and private eye by night. (laughs) To be fair, if you are interested, there is a young man who lives at the beach. His name is Elliot. He looks very much like Fabio. He's a poet. So he is dateable if you would like to romance him. <laughs> is there there's no beach house with Michael? No. But there right. is a beach house with Elliot. Okay. All right. Well, you know. Who is a poet? <laughs> okay. Well, at least there's a beach house. So that's the that. soft boy. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh God. <laughs> so you've worked at Animal Crossing and freaking Stardew Valley in this episode. Wonderful. Yes. So my last one is going to stay in the realm of music. I haven't got to, I haven't gotten a chance to talk about music to the way I would have on this podcast because as you get older, Brittany, one of the things that you're going to come to realize is is that you start adding less and less to the music playlist. Yeah. So I'm specifically talking about the realm of hip hop for me. Okay. So I, I I've been somebody that's listened to hip hop for essentially my Ages. entire life. Yes. Yeah, my entire life, right? So we get older, Brittany. Things mm-hmm. change, this you know, true. because change is inevitable. But just mm-hmm. because things change, that doesn't mean that they're good or that they're better, right? Or Not all worse. the well. In this t- in this case, yes, it does. <laughs> so the reason I bring this up is because I'm speaking about this the music industry. Now okay. I can't speak about every genre like I can hip hop or rap, right? But hip hop, I know this to be true. Okay. So, you know, I, I, I've, I've taught, I, I, not this semester, but I've, you know, for the last better part of the last four years or so. Mm-hmm. And I would have in conversations with my students and we would sometimes we would talk about music. Right. Oh, and yeah. I and they would rattle off these people like, I don't know who the hell that is. Right. Like, you don't you kids don't know anything about music. So I say all that to say is because the best musical gift in the hip hop realm that I have gotten this year mm-hmm. is a song called Rolling 50 Deep by DJ K Slay featuring, you guessed it, 50 MCs. So these are people that <laughs> in the industry that are actually majority, handful, there are several of these people, well, more than several, that are actual legends in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these are, you know, people that are actually good. And okay. they're also mixed with people from this century who are actually good. Okay. So it's about about almost 20 minutes because again it's 50 m's right they have a lot to get through that's right and it's just it, it the reason i'm bringing it up is because i've listened to this song it released it like a, about almost two months ago now and i have listened to this song at least i don't know 50 60 times maybe probably more because yeah. it just reminds me of what music is supposed to be like in hip-hop and when it is actually good yeah. So you've got older people like I know you don't know hip hop like that, but you know Ice T is in it. I know who that is. Ghostface Killer is in it. I know who that is. Bun B, Sheik Luge, uh, DJ Paul, Raekwon, Fred the Gods, too. Fred the Godson, rest in power since he died this year. Uh, Young Noble, so just a, a collection of people, and I'm bringing it up because I think it's over for me now. I, I think mean? I've gotten to a place where. I no longer am going to put in the effort to look up new artists. To find I think new music. To find at least in, in hip hop. I think it's it's that it probably music period. It, it outside of you know my musical scores, which I will always continue to add to, 
but yes, but, but, but to hip hop, I I think I'm done. I I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to actively search anymore. Well, what if one comes your way? If I happen upon it, then so be it. But I I don't think I'm going to actively look anymore because this, this song right here, now he's done these songs before he's done two versions of rolling 25 deep in the last, you know, in 2000. Four, and then I think he did another 25 deep in 2011, 12. So the likelihood of him doing another rolling 50 deep is extremely high. Gotcha. But probably until that comes, I, I think I'm done. If, if, new. if it's not somebody from my era, I'm not going to make any effort anymore. All right. This but you're not just... going to turn it down if someone throws something at you. Yeah. And, but, but, you know, students and things like that, that I have the suggestions that they make, I'm just going to be less inclined to listen to. Uh, that's valid. That's absolutely valid. Because Brittany, did I tell you one time we were talking about, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking down, use, I'm using DMX as an example in person, yes. in, in psychology or personality. Right. Yes. And then I, and I, I'm, I'm, you know, I like to be formal. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't say DMX. Uh-huh. I said Dark Man X. And the majority of my students, it was just like it went right over their head. I said, you you know, DMX. Oh yeah. I just sat there and said, what is going on? Yeah. What is going on here? <sighs> so I don't I don't care about Drake. I don't care about Lil Yachty. I don't what care about, about Kendrick. Kendrick who? Lamar. Lamar. I don't necessarily have a problem with Kendrick. I don't I'll really say Tip and Butterfly is an amazing I, album. I don't really care. So, <laughs> so I, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. I am now, I have, I have, I am officially claiming I have jumped the shark on, on music. <laughs> on new music. Okay. I am officially <laughs> old guy that says you kids Get don't know what you're talking about. I'm, yes, this is this is it. You're coming into your own. I'm fully embracing it. <laughs> I'm fully embraced it because that's, I, 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 again, I listened to this song. I said, "What is? What else is going to come out from somebody that I don't already listen listen to and know that's yeah. going to be better than this?" I mean, you never know. No, oh, I do know. It'll be Rolling Fifty Deep Part Two. Okay, that's one. <laughs> that that that's the next time. Uh, I'm gonna have to look that up now. Oh, oh. You you just don't understand. I, I listen to it just I listen to it again like three or four times a day. Really? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh yes, I can't stop listening to it. So that that is that is what I have. I have a couple of honorable mentions if necessary, but for the Solid. sake of time, I, I am interested to see what else that you have to pull out of your your proverbial bag of tricks. Oh, I do have to throw one more person at you. Childish Gambino. Yeah, okay. Donald Glover is amazing. Yes, I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine. His yeah, he, work that's fine. Is amazing. That's that's fine. Again, Brittany. <laughs> again, Brittany. Old guy. Again, it's not like I don't know who he is. It's not like I don't know. But it's just like, yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> okay. Did he did he have anything? Did he have anything in the nineties? No? Okay. Okay. Early two thousands. Okay, get out of my face. That's fine. <laughs> but yes, I that yes. What else do you got in your bag of tricks? Oh, so I had the best creative experiment. I went with that Unis Honest channel I told you about a couple. Oh God, probably some, probably like ten episodes ago. In they, one ear and out the other. Yeah, it's the it's the two fellas, Mark Fishbach and Ethan Nestor, two YouTubers oh, um, that gotcha. created like one one random video a day for a full yes 
for a full 12 months and then completely deleted the channel. Right. I remember. Yep. Like, got you. Like they did a full, I think it was, was it a full 12 hour stream? It was a long stream where they were like just recalling the year. And then at the very end of the stream, they removed the channel, deleted it completely. And yeah, that's, that's how the stream went dead. It was really freaking cool. That is um, actually. But it was such an interesting thought experiment. So I wanted to give that some major props. I also had one for the most adaptive YouTube channel to the pandemic because, dude, that shit was hard. There are so many YouTubers and gamers and such that I watch and follow pretty much daily that struggled so hard when we moved, when everyone had to move to virtual. Yeah. And I was going to give this to the Funhouse channel because their editors are such an integral part of their comedy and all of the people that work there do editing as well. So all of the on-screen camera, like the on-screen talent, if you want to call them that, are also editors in their own right. So it they flourished. <laughs> so it did not take them long. The hardest part was getting them to figure out like their own home setups. And sometimes there's like some audio issues between them. <laughs> but for the most part, like they flourished in this because they were able to take something that was maybe a shorter video, but then add so much flair to them because of their masterful editing background. They That's were just cool. like all hands on deck. They were awesome. They did a really good job with it. And That's pretty the, cool. The last thing that I had was the best unexpected stream moment for all of the Twitch people out in the Twitchiverse. Do you know who AOC is? politically oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah yes yeah. okay so I, she, I figured that's who you're talking about okay. she started streaming yes i'm aware and one of mostly she streamed i'm pretty much the only thing i've ever seen her stream is among us which is great in itself but um she was streaming a bunch of times with a couple of other senators and their families but then she also streamed with a bunch of different YouTubers and gamers, twitched gamers. And there is a certain one by the name of Corpse Husband who has quite possibly one of the best voices I have ever heard. <laughs> and hmm. he, in a stream, was low-key hitting on her in the <laughs> best ways possible. And it was, it has become quite a an important moment for stream for the stream world no guts no glory it's just exactly taking it back rounding it back to the no guts no glory conversation at the start of this episode <laughs> i mean this man they're in the middle of like trying to suss out literally sussing out who was sussing. who was the killer and he <laughs> goes he's just like oc 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 she's like what what i didn't do it and he's like how you doing tonight <laughs> she's just like i'm good i'm i'm good i'm i'm great how are you and he's like now just uh check in and see how you're doing <laughs> i don't think you did it and then he moves on and it's just this moment where you can see her because his voice is such a strong voice like you can physically see her because it's camera <laughs> that she just has this moment of like oh what what what's happening <laughs> It's a very visceral reaction moment that is, it has become infamous in in the internet. And I am uh, grateful for it. I had no idea this was, a, that was a thing that existed. If you look up on the internet, Corpse Husband and AOC, you will find that moment. 
All right. Well, I got homework, so you have to you have to watch yes, watch so Roll It Fifty Deep, and I have to watch this. <laughs> no, if you have to, if I can assign you anything, your homework is to watch an episode of the Great British Baking Show with Mary Berry. Oh my God! <laughs> Why? Oh, because does she curse? No, not like hard curses. Okay, all right. I mean, because like if she, she Gordon Ramsay's it, I'm then I'm all over it. No, she doesn't go full Gordon Ramsay. She just does like little old grandmother curses. Not even Gordon Ramsay wants to go full Gordon Ramsay. No, he doesn't. No. That's true. Okay, all right. Well, well I'll, I'll I'll work my way up. I'll start. I'll start with with the AOC corpse corpse corp, what corpse husband corpse husband. Yes. Okay. Very good. <laughs> very good. I'll I'll start with that, and I'll consider the whatever the fact that other show is with. All right, that's fine. What is it, Mary Mary Berry? What? Yep. Oh wow. Well that was a lot of stuff. I was um I knew some things about you already because mm-hmm. again, what a shock. Yep. And uh learned some new stuff as I always tend to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I I I, I it am is too. <laughs> yeah, I mean at this stage, I mean I mean twenty seven episodes in at this oh. stage, I mean it looks like we're stuck with each other for a while. Oh dude, do you want the honorable mention of the best thing birthed from a pandemic? Okay, what's that? Our podcast. Yeah, I'm not going there with you because when I tried to do something that was actually, you know, showing some semblance of emotion and appreciation, I, I got laughed. I, I was like, I'm not doing it. Did well, I think I was about it? You the space to do that to me. Yes, I did. I think about it. I was like, yeah, but I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah ew. Maybe ew. not the podcast. Our friendship. Ew, gross. Well, I definitely Disgusting. wasn't birthed from the pandemic. I hate to break it to you, dude. Look. Before then. <laughs> look, I don't, that's my purse. I don't know you. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> so we will be back. But, you know, so I guess the next time you listen to us, at you know, this, it will be 2021. Mm-hmm. Lord will it and the creek don't rise. That's true. So until then, you all have, well, do we want to tell where everybody can find us first? We still want to do that or? Sure. Let's do that real quick. Why not? I mean, that seems like a right thing to do. I think so. I think so. So Brittany, tell the fine people where they can find us. You can find us on Instagram at NerdPastiche. You can find us on Twitter at NerdPastichePod. Or you can go check us out. We stream every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday on Twitch at twitch.tv slash NerdPastichePlay. So, until next time, keep it straight, Space Age. Every year, turn the book of life to a new page. Is that from Rolling 50 Deep? No, that is from What Plays Do off the Violator album. Okay, cool. That's right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Happy New Year. (laughs)